This show is brought to you by the Deluxe Edition Network. Head over to the Den Dot Show for other great podcasts. You take drugs, Danny? Every day. Good. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Deluxe Edition, the show where we love to dig deep into classic pop culture and just shoot the shit about all things. I'm Bill Seabald, here as always with my friend Casey Shearer. How are you, sir? Not bad, Bill. Happy New Year. How are you? Oh yeah, that's right. It's a new year. New year, new you. What's your, uh, have you made any um, New Year's resolutions? Uh, Not really, no. I, I. It's not a resolution, it's just I have to lose weight. Like, I gained... Just about all of the weight that I lost before moving to Florida, I gained it all back down here. So actually, today we're recording what January third, little uh, behind the scenes action. Today was the you can't start on the first, you can't start on a weekend. So today, Monday, we're recording. I ha- I started my uh, intermittent fasting again. So yeah, you're really into that. I got to do that. You you're really into that. So that that really works for you. I've had a lot of people tell me that that's the thing to do. Everyone's like, "Oh, I, I'm going to lose this weight by doing by starving myself." I'm like, "They used to tell you not to starve yourself, and now they're like, hey, starve yourself. It works.'" Yeah, it's really not starving yourself. You're allowed to eat, you know, between the hours of eleven and seven if those are the hours that you choose to eat. I mean, you can't eat constantly f- for the eight hours, but you know, as long as you eat a balanced meal or two in those hours and uh, walk a little bit, exercise, you'll be good. All right. Well, if you say so, I mean, as our show's uh, resident pothead, I'm thinking, you know, munchies would uh, be pretty rough on you. But now you're like, fuck it. I don't even get the munchies. I don't even eat. You are like the rock star stoner. Dude, I don't get the munchies anymore from smoking pot, but I will tell you, I get the munchies when I, if I eat edibles, which I try to eat at night. I try to get indica edibles so I can help me sleep at night because I have a rough time sleeping with my shoulder pain. Uh, so, yeah, as long as I can fall asleep before those munchies hit, <laughs> I'm good. But it- <laughs> Well, you know what? We're talking about weed today because the show is about weed, Casey. You had this great idea. Hey, we ought to we ought to cover marijuana, marijuana usage in pop culture and the history of it. And, you know, well, I don't know about the history of marijuana in general but the the history of marijuana and and how it's sort of played a role in film in hollywood but before we get into this casey i got to do that obligatory thing that all the youtubers are doing everybody please remember to 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 subscribe and like right isn't that what they say smash that bell do you smash the bell casey i do no you do well i didn't hear it smash the bell bing 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 oh very good very good that was a little bell. Hit it harder. Come on, Casey. Give it a little bit more. A little bit more. All right. That's a little, little bit more balls. Not enough. More, Casey. More. <laughs> no, mother. You got to do it like this. Yeah, that's how you smash a bell. I did I did all that work downloading those waves like two seconds before you came on. So uh, if, if you think it's not funny, don't worry. I didn't give it any thought. I didn't think it was funny either. Thanks for always prepping. <laughs> Well, again, a Monday night show. I was tired from work today. Going back to work after taking all that time off from from the holiday. Oh, my God. It's like the worst. It is the worst. I am not looking forward to it. I had the last three weeks off, and I have to fly to Buffalo on Wednesday and then back the same day. (laughs) Oh, God. You're always in the air. It's incredible. 
incredible. You might as well just grow wings and learn how to fly, like get a jet pack. Like there's got to be something better for you than getting into these airports every every week, running around, dodging the COVID. I don't know how you – well, maybe it's too personal to bring it up, but you haven't had it. I don't know how you haven't had it because right now everybody I know besides you seems to have it. Yeah, I don't know, man. Smoke weed. <laughs> I don't, that's, a, that's about all I'm doing. When you grew up, all right, so we're we're a couple of years different in age. I'm 46, you know, born in 1975. You're born in the very early 80s. So we always talk about how there's such a uniquely, that's not the way to put it. There, there's really a difference between your growing up and my growing up, even though we were only a couple of years apart. So talking about weed today, I'm going to tell you my experience with weed growing up, there was almost none of it around. Like weed to me was the worst thing in the world. It, you could have said crack heroin, meth, and weed. And I would have said, oh, they're all the same because Nancy Reagan used to tell me they were all the same in the eighties. Right. So in my neighborhood, for whatever reason, and I had the, the, the complete like traditional, you know, suburban outside of Philadelphia kind of life, but it just, weed was never around. So when I'm watching HBO and Cinemax and all those things late at night and like Cheech and Chong movies are coming on and things like that. And I'm watching these guys smoke the weed you know, I'm like, oh my God, they're, they're doomed. It's over for like, like I, it, to me, it was such a scary fucking thing. And it didn't really, nobody demystified it for me until maybe about 10 years ago. What was it like for you growing up with weed? Dude, I had no, like, same with me. I was a, I played football and like, I had friends that all told me later in life, like that they, they all smoked, like started smoking weed when they were younger, but a lot of my friends were and are still to this day afraid of my father. So it was just nothing like they would not ever. It's just not it was never in my world ever. And like you're saying about like the Cheech and Chong movies and stuff like that. I lived in Temple up on top of a hill and like we didn't get we didn't have regu regular cable up there. They never put cable up. My dad still doesn't have cable up there. He has a satellite dish. And back in the early 90s, I guess we had one of those giant satellite dishes. That was the first time like I had any experience like with like anything like unless like I was at my friend's house or, or something like that and was exposed to something. But I don't really remember like anything until I first got high when I was like 18, 19 with a couple of my friends. I don't re ever remember like anything about weed like no one ever i don't remember it in seeing it in anything it, it's like i lived a strange childhood i guess well i mean you said you lived in in temple and for everybody listening temple pennsylvania i mean it's kind of the the mountains like you're getting into the the, the mountainous area so yeah i mean that's a pretty not a very densely populated area i mean that, you can you can sort of be unexposed to so many things <laughs> you know, the deeper you get to Pennsylvania. I remember getting caught one day when I was young trying it. Uh, I, I slept over to, at a friend's house and his his uh, his brothers, right? This is like the 80s, right? The brothers had the, the 80s hair band. They were the wannabes, right? And they had the whole garage turned into their jam studio, their, their rehearsal studio. And I remember one time I'm staying over at this guy's house. We're like, let's go sneak into the rehearsal studio. And I remember seeing an ashtray and we're rooting through for the littlest piece of weed. And we stabbed it with a damn, like, like, uh, like, like Chong does it, uh, it <laughs> up in smoke, stab it with a, a safety pin and try to light that. 
And it, don't remember anything coming of it, but I remember the next day my dad picks me up because I still wasn't driving. He picks me up. He goes, are you smoking? It's like, fuck, how did you know? And like the, the great liar I am, I'm like, oh, it was Ed's dad. Smoke cigars. My dad went, okay. I'm like, oh, shit, dodged a bullet there. And then I don't think I, I smoked again for, shit, maybe like 15 years. And I remember I was watching a Jason movie and I was smoking. Okay, remember, a kid who has no experience smoking right? You're going to have anxiety the first few times you do it. You're, you know, I've never smoked it again. Somehow you do it again and then you overcome the anxiety. Um, so I'm watching a Jason movie and I think it's part three or part four, but there's a part where Jason's just killing somebody, right? He's just hacking down on somebody. And you know, these movies are typically like stunt kills, you know, like that they're just like over the top kills, but he's sitting there hacking this guy and the guy goes, He's killing me. He's killing me. And that freaked me the fuck out. I'm like, so what would it be like to be there, to be stabbed multiple times by somebody? Jesus Christ, this is terrifying. So that kept me off weed for another 15 years. So I like never had great experiences with weed. It was totally, I, I don't know if it was like different back then. Was the weed street weed? Was it totally a different kind of weed than you get nowadays? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. There. When I first started smoking pot, it was like I was 18, 19. It was a couple of my friends and I'll never forget it. Like you said, you remember the first time you smoked. We were up at my dad's house. My parents were divorced and my dad was going out to uh, the Pittsburgh area to meet a lady he had known, I guess, for a while. And like I would have parties at my house and my friends introduced me to this weed. And I have always made really good egg sandwiches. So I made these egg sandwiches and my my buddy <laughs> Dustin, I'll never forget it, dude. My buddy Dustin, he starts like just violently throwing up. And I don't remember if we were drinking. Maybe he had because my dad did have a bar there. So maybe like he was getting drinks and I, I, I didn't know it or I don't really remember what. But he started like violently throwing up and I'll never forget. He looked at me like I was holding the trash can or whatever or bag for him. And he's like. Dude, I just wanted to let you know it wasn't the egg sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, right. I, yeah, he's puking your egg sandwiches. You're like, I make the greatest egg sandwiches, but nobody can can attest to that because they get sick. So, well, it was just the weed made him sick. Like I said, maybe it was the maybe they were sneaking some drinks too at the bar, and I didn't know it, or I'm, I'm not sure. You know what I mean? Like it, we were so young, dude, like 18, 19. I just it yeah, wasn't something he was sneaking. I was. I'm not buying Dustin with sneaking drinks. Like when you're 18, when you're that young, you're you're drinking together. You're <laughs> you're sneaking around together. Those were some fun times sneaking around liquor cabinets. I used to do that all the time. All right, I took a little bit out. Make sure to put some water in to make sure it looks the same to my mom and dad. <laughs> I was such a, I, w- I was a good kid, man. I w- like I was terrified of my dad too. I never did anything like that. I never drank like any of his booze or anything like that i I didn't i remember the first beer i had too it was a kid kyle he gave it he gave me a a warm coors light after i left my shift at joey's only seafood restaurant and i drank it on the ride home and it was fucking disgusting (laughs) i always hear those stories like uh i don't know if anyone does this anymore but when we were a kid it was like yeah uh my dad gave me a cigarette because he caught me smoking he said now smoke this and he made me smoke it in front of him and I loved it. <laughs> you know, it was like totally backfiring on the parrot. It was like, they're going to get sick. <laughs> I don't know if that's ever happened, but I was a pretty good kid too. I, you know, I have those couple stories, but same thing. I, I wanted to, I wanted to keep my nose clean. I wouldn't get in any trouble. So yeah, weed wasn't even something that was on my radar. Yeah. 
Once it was, once it fucking became on my radar, though, man, I never fucking slowed down. <laughs> I'll never forget that my friend Kelly Murphy. He's passed away now. We we had like big big plans to become pro wrestlers, and like we were gonna be tag team partners and tag team champions and all this shit. And he found out I started smoking weed, and he's like, he came to me and he's like, "Can I have a talk with you?" And like had like this serious talk about like how his uncle like went down this road and this and that and it opened up other like he's now you know he did cocaine and this and that and blah blah blah. I was like, dude, it's it's weed though. <laughs> you know, well, what I mean? that's what we were told. We were told it was a gateway drug. The worst things, smoke weed, you will get pregnant. You know, <laughs> smoke weed, you will jump out of a window. Did that? I guess we're gonna talk about a movie later that that they do that. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it's the. the it's to me, it's like nowadays we're starting to say, Hey, there might be some actual medicinal purposes in this weed, right? We have a, a, an opioid issue, but we got this federal government. That's like, they just won't recognize it. And and I know people that work at pharma pharmacy, uh, pharmaceuticals are big around here uh, near Philly. And they'll, they'll say like, we would love to do stuff with cannabis instead of opiates, but you know, we can't, we're legally not allowed to. You know, but they always made you feel like it was a gateway drug. Which I remember like Brad Pitt on the couch in True Romance, right? He was stoned out. He was the stoned character in that episode. I'm a you know young, impressionable boy watching this. And he's like, Whoa, dude, what? Who are you? And I'm like, wow, that must be what it's like to be wasted. That looks terrible. That guy's brain must be gone. He's never going to hold a real job in his life. <laughs> like, that's the way we were taught that weed was. And meanwhile, there's all these people that are smoking weed going, oh, it ain't like that at all. But nobody told me. <laughs> there, There's still people that, you know, they, they're not familiar with weed. Like my old boss, he would always do that. Like, he, oh, hey, man, this is Casey when he's stoned. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I'm stoned right now just to let everyone know in the <laughs> listening audience. And that's not how I talk. Yeah, I don't know how you do. It. We said out of the last show, I'm like, you know, I, I couldn't do what you do. I'm drinking coffee. You're, you, we have different. I, this black water gets me going, especially on a Monday night when it's eight o'clock and I'm usually in bed in two hours. So why don't we get going with the show? What would you like to do first? Do you want to cover some movies? Do you want to go into the, a little bit of a oral history of of weed? Tell me what you're thinking. Yeah, let's do a little history here. Of I, I did a little research on weed. Uh, in film and television and uh going back to 1924 bill is the first time i could ever find anything about marijuana in cinema and it's in a short called notch number one and uh also it's also known as high on the range it's on youtube you can find it it's uh an anti-marijuana thing uh it's in a western setting it's a clean cut cowboy decides to experiment with weed. And then uh, in a matter of time, he turns into a killer. Get out of here. What year was this? 1920 what? 1924. Wow. Like how long has weed even been around? Do you know? I, I would have thought that that, you know, weed hadn't been discovered until later than the 20s. Oh, no, man. Weed's been around forever. It's 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 goes way back in the history of medicine and. Long before 1924, man. Yeah, wow. Long before probably books were written. Wow. You think it's that, you think dinosaurs are smoking weed? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. The next thing then that, that I could find, <clears throat> they uh, 1932, they turned it sort of into a, a, you know, the way that actually weed is. They, it was a, a robber. It was called uh, the Jewel Robbery. 
and William Powell is a burglar and he hands everyone in this room, you know, these laughing cigarettes and within a matter of minutes or that he calls them his special cigarettes and uh, they have a, a pleasant, harmless smoke. And then within like a few mi- minutes, they're all laughing hysterically and then he just robs them. <laughs> oh, wow. I got you suckers with the wacky tobacco. You can't stop me now. Yeah, we can just reach down and grab your hand from putting your hand in my pocket and steal my wallet. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? We're, we're fucking in comas? What the hell? <laughs> That's great. Yeah, maybe the weed was a lot better back then. Who knows? Yeah. So uh, then this is the one that we uh, mentioned a little bit about, which I, I know you know a little bit about. 1936 then was the uh, the movie Reefer Madness. Right. You know about this? Yes. Yeah, it was also, it was originally called Tell Your Children, sometimes also titled The Burning Question, Dope Addict, Doped Youth, and Love Madness. Uh, It's an American propaganda film. Uh, High school students are lured by the marijuana, and there's everything from a hit-and-run accident, suicide, conspiracy to murder, attempted rape, hallucinations, uh, you know, everything that you could think of that could go wrong by smoking marijuana happens in this movie. So how old was that movie? I, I knew it was older, but I would have thought it was the fifties, mid fifties. You're saying it was older than that. 1936. Damn. I had no idea. Cause I know they, they sort of brought it back several times to like, kind of say, Hey, this is a, you know, you said it was propaganda, American propaganda. So did the government make it? It was actually made by a church uh, intended to be shown to parents uh, teaching them the dangers of cannabis use. But then, um, actually, Harry Anslinger, he was the uh, head of the Federal Bureau of in- Investigation, the FBI. Uh, he used it then to, to turn, you know, a, the people against marijuana in the country, you know, and it was it was basically all based on racism uh, because m- mainly the marijuana came into the United States from Mexico. So uh, Harry Anslinger's one of his things, he believed that smoking pot would result if women smoked marijuana. He believed that uh, it would result in them having sex with the darkies. He said that. Get the fuck out of here. You know, it's like sometimes you look at the world and the state we're in right now. And then you tell me a story like that. And I say, that was only 100 years ago. Like, we're not very advanced as as a civilization at all. Dude, it's it's fucking crazy, man. He yeah, he uh he said reefer makes darkies think they're as good as white men. No. Oh, gross. So I, I do know that that movie was in the 70s, I guess they they started to do like those midnight movies and I know like, you know, Frank Zappa had a midnight movie and a lot of people had these midnight movies they become cult classics. They started to show that in midnight movies because everybody just thought it was so absurd. So it sort of had a revi- uh, a, a a resurgence again. And I guess that's how it still stays on everybody's radar. Eventually, you know, these movies have to live in our collective conscious or in somebody's fucking, you know, closet until they can be put on videotape or put on streaming, you know? So it is interesting that that movie, you know, is still around. I'm sure so much of that stuff in the 20s and 30s is just gone, just yeah. dissolved. Oh, yeah. But this one survived. Well, not this doesn't have anything to do with marijuana, but Vampira right here. Yeah. There's three. There's for the people listening. He's pointing to a a picture on his wall. He always forgets that sometimes the people listening (laughs) can't see you. (laughs) 
watch us on YouTube. That's all you can say, yeah. So Vampire right here on my wall, poster on my wall. Yeah, nothing to do with marijuana. But like you said, she was back back in the time where the things that were put out on television and stuff, and especially live shows that were put out on television, were never recorded. Unless someone at home somehow recorded them, a lot of that stuff got taped over with other shows that like because they just didn't have the the supply of the you know the film, so they just used like old film and just kept going over over and over stuff. So it's it's yeah, there's so much stuff that is just completely lost. It's it's sad. I can relate. I had tons of VHS tapes of David Letterman for some reason. I taped over with late night Cinemax. <laughs> which is true. <laughs> so I totally get it. I mean, there's always so much tape. You have to use what you got, but that's crazy to think that so much content is lost early filmmaking, just gone. Yeah. So uh, you mentioned that, you know, this reefer madness was then later shown, you know, you see it now it's there's, you know, voiceovers and all that stuff. It was uh, purchased by a producer, Dwayne Esper. He recut the film for distribute for distribution on the exploit circuit and then uh through the 50s and 60s there wasn't a ton of stuff out about marijuana or in cinema that i could find anyway so if anyone's listening and they know of anything prior to what i found uh let us know because the next thing i found was an episode of dragnet in 1967 and i actually watched this uh a little while back it's uh the you know the uh I can't remember the names of the characters the from Dragnet. Oh God, Friday. From, yeah, Friday. Detect. Yeah, from the show. You know the original show. Yeah. So he they get they get called in. There's suspicion of a young couple that are smoking marijuana and they have a baby at home and they're having a party and you know they they deny it, deny it, deny it, and then they show up later. They get reports of another party and they show up and the baby is had drowned in the bathtub because they were high. Well, that I could believe that I can actually believe, (laughs) you know, because you do get forgetful. You get forgetful, but come on. I mean, (laughs) who's going to forget their fucking child in a tub? Remember how I said only a hundred years ago? You know, we're not that civilized. I, you know, I'm sure people have gotten high and forgotten their baby. I guarantee it's happened in probably more than a thousand times last week. <laughs> well, well, you know, you make a good point, Bill, because I've listened to podcasts and I've always had this uh, wonder. I hear ads for, I forget what it's called now, but there's ads for making sure you check your back seat before you get out of your car to make sure you don't leave your child behind. There you what? go. There you go. As more and more states uh, legalize weed, more products like that are going to come out. <laughs> it's crazy. If you're free, if, I mean, I never wanted to have children of my own, but maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I would be forgetting my children in the back seat. <laughs> Casey, how have you been? Good, good. How's your kids? Shit, I forgot I had kids. Where the uh, fuck did I leave them? <laughs> yeah, maybe it's for the best case. All right, so the next thing I found, uh, I'm sure you can tell us a little bit a little bit about this movie. Uh, have you ever seen Easy Rider? You know what? Here's, here's another embarrassment 
right? One of the greatest movies of all time, they say, and I haven't seen it. It's it's on that list of uh, Titanic, you know, Godfather. Like one day I'll get around to see them. But no, that one just never appealed to me. I even I write Harleys, but it just something about the movie just I don't even know what the plot is. It seems like a plotless movie. What is the movie about? <laughs> I honestly don't remember. It's been a long, long time since I've seen it. I don't remember. I just know that they're they don't, you know, make marijuana look evil in this movie. And this is the next thing that I could find in the list of, you know, marijuana in film and television 1969 right right it was fonda and uh nicholson nicholas right yep yep jack nicholson was in it nicholson yeah and um and the guy who passed away was in speed (laughs) he was in the the mario brothers movie did you know there was a mario brothers movie you didn't know there was a mario brothers cartoon show uh what was his name he was in a chainsaw massacre too god he's great everybody loves him and i can't remember his name I know it. I just can't think of it off the top of my head. All right. Right now, the entire audience is screaming at me because I can't think of his name. Remember, please go to YouTube and write your comments. Curse me out. It tricks the algorithm. It'll help us rank better. So take advantage of my stupidity and and bad memory. I was stalling for time there. Thinking the the name would come to me. Man, I'm looking right at his face in my head and I can't. I can't think of his name. Anyway, all right. Anyway, moving on from Easy Ride. Yeah. Other than that, 1969. So then Nixon declares the war on drugs in 1972. And it's weird, Bill, because after that, the perception of marijuana on film and television changes. It's not demonized anymore. Why? I don't, I don't understand. Know. I wish I knew. The president says... Drugs are bad. Suddenly TV goes, hey, it ain't so bad. I mean, I guess that is kind of the way. <laughs> you know, I was a, a, a conservative in power and the liberal, you know, Hollywood. Maybe, maybe that's what happened. I don't know. I yeah, mean, I have no idea. So it's uh, Sanford and Son and Barney Miller both had marijuana in uh, two episodes that bra- that broke away from the baby killing stigma. Uh Fred's treasure garden. So he had, he must've been growing. I've never seen these, but I can imagine his name was Fred, right? So I can imagine that he might've been growing some marijuana and uh, hash was the Barney Miller episode. And it didn't give me a ton uh, just, you know, characters become a little more forgetful, happy stuff like that. All right. right. I never saw any of those. So then 1978. You know what happened in 1978? I turned three. (laughs) (laughs) One of our guests and his partner came out with their first movie. All right. All right. Cheech and Chong up in smoke. Yeah. And the world changed. Fantastic movie. I adore that movie now. I adore that movie now. Like just watching it, it, it is such a time capsule of the way filmmaking was back then the way humor was back then it, it's a great movie it's wonderfully directed and, and tommy chong yeah you like you said he was on our show we talked a lot about it we talked about what he contributed to it you know it, it was just a uh a, a group of really creative people coming together and making such a good movie are you a fan of it i don't ever hear you talking about up in smoke no, i love it dude i love that yeah. movie it's it's the original i mean 
everything changed after that. Yeah. Everything on tele, everything on you know about weed changed after Cheech and Chong. We actually had two get two of our former guests have been are in that movie. That's right, Tom Skerritt. Right, he plays Strawberry. <laughs> oh, he's so good in that. I, every time yeah, I, watch, I still this is one of the movies that I will put on and watch all the time. There's only like three or four movies that I'll do that if I'm just sitting around going, I feel like having something on. Like I'm going to put on Up in Smoke. Yeah, the music is great. The jokes all land. Everything is good. Still to this day, I always my buddy Jim Morgani, the guy I did the other uh, podcast with on the road with Jim and Casey. The episodes are still out there. Uh, I still to this day, when I see him, I use the one line from that movie with Chong's father when he's when Chong's making the banana, you know, smoothie. He goes, "When boy, when <laughs> <laughs> about getting the job." Yeah, yeah. In the beginning, yeah, yeah. The, the rich, the rich dad. And he's like the the beatnik kid. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you know what's weird about that? They call him. He calls him Anthony, right? Chong's character is Man. Chichi's yeah. character is Pedro. It's Pedro and Man. So all of a sudden, they call him Anthony. And like, I'm always for a long time, I was like, all right, Pedro and Anthony. Cheech plays Pedro. Chong plays Anthony. <laughs> I don't think they ever called him Anthony again. And then what I loved about that too is is they went on. Right, people started to think. Cheech and Chong were the characters in the movie. Cheech and Chong are two character actors. Um, Pedro and Man are just two characters. They were they were characters that they did skits of. You can go and listen to the skits on on Spotify uh, a lot because they were they were all released as records. So that's what this movie was made of. It was made of Cheech and Chong skits, right? But you're right. They were two character actors. Chong has turned into his character. He sure has. Yeah. <laughs> Cheech has moved on to other things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they reunited for a, a for a stint there. And Oh, yeah. I saw him in Reading. I saw him in Reading, Pennsylvania at the theater there. They were great. They did all their old skits. They don't need any new skits. Nobody wants to see any new Cheech and Chong stuff. Just do your old stuff. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> well, the one thing I'll say about Cheech and Chong, right, as... 1978 ended, 1980s came around. Cheech and Chong now were, were you know, kind of household names. It was kind of like, you know, a Pee Wee Herman thing. They all thought that these characters were them. They had to keep on being these characters. So Cheech and Chong gets, you know, the the next movie, Cheech and Chong's next movie. Then there's uh, Things Are Tough All Over, Nice Dreams. There's a whole bunch of Cheech and Chong. And I guess they were part of some weird shift in the 80s where it was like up in smoke, 1978, kind of a, a stylized, well put together movie, you know, good timing, good, you know, the jokes land. And then all of a sudden it became sex comedies and just jokes and nudity and just like everything just became chaotic. And, you know, frankly, it was probably because Tommy took over and, you know, sort of directed his own movies and that's the way his style went. But they sort of led this path of, of 80 sex comedies. I wonder if Cheech, if we can go back, I was too young to know. Maybe we, we can find somebody to ask. But did Cheech and Chong really set off that change of anything goes in the 80s? Because now we're talking about marijuana, nudity. Everything is just suddenly over the top on the screen. Yeah, you might be right. Because uh, I have their list of movies, and I never realized this. Up in Smoke, 1978. Next movie, 1980. Nice Dreams, 1981. Things are tough all over, 1982. Still smoking, 83. Like, they were just knocking them out year after year. Still smoking was the... That was actually the one where they went back onto the stage. Like, you can see them doing their skits on stage. They they do the tour 
right? They're in Amsterdam or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of, I don't remember if I got this question now, but when we were talking to Tommy, I was curious why they went to that. That seemed like it was really phoned in. Like, hey, you know what? They'll take anything. Just film our show. Like, they'll take any, Hollywood will take anything we give them now. Right. But uh, I, I think maybe either he said it with our interview or I read it somewhere else. He's just like, look, yeah, I just want to show the world, like, we're more than just these characters. And Still Smoking really did that. That was the first Cheech and Chong movie I found. Right? So there was all, like, dick jokes and all sorts of stuff like that. I'm like, these guys are great. I'm a little kid, 14. I'm like, wow. But then, you know, the, the smoking stuff, I just didn't get the, the weed stuff. Not all Cheech and Chong movies have weed in them. One of them has no weed in them. After, after Still Smoking, they did make uh, the, the Corsican Brothers sometime later in the 80s, but that, that had no weed. I think there might have been a pipe in it that someone lights at one time. I remember watching it, but that was it. They don't even call it marijuana or anything like that in the movie. So Still Smoking was the first. You saw their last movie first. Yeah, yeah. I'm almost wondering if they were like contract uh they had some sort of contract where you know how like record label album uh bands will do that they'll get into a contract and then they 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 have to make a certain amount of albums but then they fall apart and they're not a band anymore yeah so but they so then they have to do like a live album or some shit like that you know yeah well tommy was pretty oh he's like look we we were things were getting rough towards the end like we were starting to grind gears together you know like you know we just weren't together making the magic we used to so i'm sure i I think you're on to something you owe us one more movie crap what do we do (laughs) (laughs) how about that footage we shot at one of our stand-up shows yeah i'll just throw it in shit (laughs) could have been cheech and chong god damn i love cheech and chong so much yeah man which is funny from a guy who didn't even grow up with weed like didn't even get weed i just got them they were funny right so then in uh I remember this is something I actually remembered from seeing when I was a kid, but I kinda I guess I just didn't get it. Uh, nineteen eighty, National Lampoon's Vacation came out. Do you remember right. the weed scene in this? No. No, what was it? When they go visit the co- uh cousin Eddie. The the girl. Uh oh right. The, the bad cousin. influence daughter of cousin Eddie. Right, right, right. And then she gives the she gives like the pack of cigarettes or whatever that has the weed in it. She gives to the grandmother when they get pulled over with the dead dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. All right, yeah. So then, uh, nineteen eighty four, things change again a, a little bit. This is uh, President Reagan comes in with the uh, just say no with well Nancy his wife, the uh, the office. They established the Office of the National Drug Control Policy with the Just Say No campaign. The drug dealers need to know that we want them out of our schools, neighborhoods, and our lives. And the only way to do that is to take the customers away from the product. Say no to drugs and say yes to life. Do you remember this as a kid? Yeah, very much. It was all over my elementary school um nancy reagan made an appearance on different strokes to promote it like i yeah yeah it was it was in our faces as kids like crazy yeah i didn't have that i had the dare program when i was a kid yeah yeah that wasn't so big in in my uh in my youth that kind of came later yeah Yeah, see it's that difference of like six years in our age four years i don't even know what the difference is to be honest but it just it feels like a different universe dare yeah 
Did you have McGruff the crime dog? Was that part of Dare? Take a bite out of crime? Gr- McGruff? Yeah. I think. Was, maybe that was just a Philly thing. And, and I'm alienating. No, no, I remember McGruff. Yeah, you're right. Huh. Yeah. So, yeah, you said what? She was on different strokes, right? They also brought it on, on to uh, Punky Brewster and Saved by the Bell. Mm. They tried to push the No Hope with Dope slogan. No hope with dope. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, uh, so also home improvement also reminded us that an alcoholic is obviously better than a pothead. Only if you smoke a lace joint and there's no methamphetamines or there's methamphetamines in the joint. Apparently on home improvement, someone smoked a lace or there were, they found marijuana that was laced with methamphetamines. What? I watched that show. I don't remember that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I remember sometimes they would go, they would get like real serious on that show. Hey, I just thought of one just to, so to, to, to pause us and take us back, uh, back in time, back to this uh, early 80s, late 70s. Have you ever heard of the, the Star Wars holiday special, the Christmas special? I've heard of it. Yeah, you've mentioned it. The people making that were fucked up out of their minds. <laughs> Carrie Fisher supposedly sings a song because it was like a variety show. You know, the first Star Wars came out. They said, how do we cash in? I don't know. Variety shows are big on TV. All right, we'll do a, St- a Star Wars variety show. Swear to God, that's what this is. And and the crew that they hired to film this were just like burnouts. They're like, you want us to make what? A Star Wars? Sure. Well, we're going to make it our way. And when they delivered it, they were like, we have to air this thing. And George Lucas hated it and doesn't want to talk about it. Even though George Lucas had something to do with it. Even though George Lucas introduced Boba Fett by that show first and then put him in the movie. All right. So George had he likes to just downplay it, but you got to watch it. You got to watch the stone out of her mind. Princess Leia sing as Princess Leia, Carrie Fisher, right. stoned and singing. Yeah, <laughs> so I guess that technically it's a, it's a stone movie. But we all share with you the hope that this day brings us closer to freedom and to harmony and to peace. No matter how different we appear, we're all the same in our struggle against the powers of evil and darkness. I hope that this day will always be a day of joy in which we can reconfirm our dedication and our courage and more than anything else, our love for one another. This is the promise of the Tree of Life. We celebrate a day of peace, a day of harmony. Yeah, I watch it. So uh, you'll probably that, have to be stoned to get through it. It is rough. No, that won't be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was kind of where I left off on the history of marijuana in uh, film and television. Everything changes pretty much in the you know nineties, and there's all kinds of movies and everything that has it in it. So I just wanted to bring up some of my favorites, and then maybe you can bring up some of yours. Mm-hmm. So, well, one thing I remember as a ch- as a kid, teenager, whatever, I, I used to watch Roseanne a lot. Did you ever watch yeah. Roseanne? I did, yeah. You remember the weed episode on that? Uh, yeah, the little the the brunette had something going on. I think it was David. David had it, and then who's David? Uh, we talk about Roseanne. David. Yeah. There's a David. Yeah, the the boyfriend. The kid. The boyfriend. Yeah. Boyfriend of who? Wow, you you must have been a way bigger fan than me. <laughs> okay. All right, so apparently there was a boyfriend I forgot. You're right, curly haired kid, wasn't he on? Uh, yeah, uh, from the Big Bang Theory. Yeah, yeah. All right, it's coming yeah, yeah. back to me. 
So he he found weed. I think I don't know if he found weed or what in the in the house, but then Dan and Roseanne found found the weed, and they realized it was their weed from like the eighties or some shit. And <laughs> then they got stoned, and they they were in the bathroom like with a pizza as they ordered pizza, and they're just like getting stoned in the bathroom, you know, laughing hysterically. <laughs> That's cool. That's funny. And uh, yeah, Roseanne is a big uh, marijuana advocate. I don't, I, I'm a big fan of Roseanne. I always like. I always thought she was very funny. Uh, she had a reality show when she lived in Hawaii a couple years ago. She was always getting high on there. Yeah, I don't know much about her other than that '90 show. That thing came and went. That was a behemoth. Yeah, and she kind of went with it. I know she had to come back and then got herself in trouble with the public or whatever she did. But I just didn't care about any of that. Right. I left all. I, I left Roseanne in the past. Where right. she belongs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so another thing I remember as a kid is the uh, the whole Bill Clinton thing. I know it's not really a, a film or television, but it, I'm, you know, a show. But it, it was huge in in America. You yeah, know, it was the news. Yeah, the president of the the president elect, or he was trying to get elected. It came out that he had smoked a little marijuana. Right. And his th- his claim to it was, I didn't inhale. <laughs> I didn't inhale. I-, I smoked it, but I didn't inhale. Yeah, me neither, Bill. <laughs> I didn't touch the intern, and I didn't inhale. <laughs> that guy's, he can give you a master class on lying. <laughs> I mean, every once in a while, I'll see that video. <laughs> it's like, oh, man, dude. Like, you just look guilty. Like you're you're clearly lying and you know it. <laughs> yeah, have you you've you've seen obviously pictures of Bill and Hillary from the sixties and seventies. Like oh, yeah, yeah. they were smoking pot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. He plays saxophone really well. You ever met a saxophone player who doesn't smoke weed? <laughs> exactly. No way. Yeah, he's he's a jazz musician who doesn't smoke pot. <laughs> yeah, right. Sure, Bill. <laughs> So another big movie for me growing up was Dazed and Confused. All right, let's pause here. Dazed and Confused, I have never seen and don't Come want to on. see it. Man, I don't know. There's something I look at that cast and I'm just like, I don't want to see this movie. But I like the ones that have come from that movie. Like that inspired a ton of ton of weed movies. I know, but the weed movies it inspired were like really kind of silly and slapstick. That movie is a little bit like. Dry humor, serious drama. What's the word? Comedy, dramedy. What do they call that thing now? Yeah, <laughs> dramedy. So maybe that's why I avoided it. Or, or am I wrong? Was it a, a, a you know, a totally straight up comedy, or do I have the wrong read? No, you know, no, you don't have the wrong read. It's definitely a, I guess, dramedy. I guess maybe I don't know. It's it's a great movie though. It's not. I don't look at movies like I don't watch movies based on what they are. You know, I, I like all kinds of movies. So whether it's a fuck, I don't care what it is. It's a good movie. Yeah, I don't know what it was with me on the, and that because that used to always be around it when I was at college. I'm like, yeah, I don't care. I'll go watch Pulp Fiction. You know, that was, was what I was into. And like, I played in a jam band. I met you playing in a jam band. We were around those guys all the time. They looked just like those guys from the movies. But I look at those guys in that movie and I go, oh, dirty hippies. I don't like hippies. I don't like it. I, I love hippies. 
I don't like those hippies. And I don't know why that might've been one of those things. Like that movie came out when I was still in my total straight edge. Don't ever, you know, cross uh, Mrs. Reagan kind of thing, but yeah, it just stuck with me as a movie that I don't like and don't want to see. I never gave it a fair chance. Actually, now that we're talking about it, it kind of makes me think about it. It actually is one of the only or first movies that I can think of that it shows you the different types of stoners. Do you know what I mean? Like it, like it show it shows that every like basically everyone smokes pot. You know what I mean? Like it, it's not just the stoners. It's the it's these guys. It's this crowd. It's that that crowd. That crowd. Like everyone smokes pot really okay yeah because you never see that in movies it's only that you know the brad pitt character in true romance you know laid out on the couch in a coma okay yeah it shows you like the difference you know the different stereotypes because it's a high school movie from the 70s so it shows you like the jocks it shows you the hippies it shows you the i don't know name some other stereotypes from the 70s that's all there were in the 70s (laughs) jocks and stoners that's it geeks weren't even a thing that i don't think i don't know no they yeah there's definitely some geeks in it so yeah they and then they show that so yeah and and they're all you know they all show them getting high together then we can all be friends yeah well we can't all be friends (laughs) (laughs) so another one i remember uh this is getting a little older than as I'm getting a little older. Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. That was a that was a big one that came out. That was a big one. That kind of did that come after Here's what I got on my list that came out at the same time. The Stone Age. Do you remember that? Oh. Um what about How High? Yes. Yeah. Was that around the same time? Yeah, that was like late 90s, right? Yeah, right. Harold and Kumar, how high? Like all of a sudden there was uh half baked. Like all of yeah. a sudden oh, there yeah. were tons of of weed comedies. I, I'm trying to remember if they were around that same, you know, five year trend. I, I don't know. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, uh, half baked is on my list. That's around. I don't have. It's just off, off my head, but I don't have the date. But yeah, it's around that time. Great half baked. Great movie. Half baked to me because I was you know not a weed guy at all. Wasn't aware of it. That didn't have it around. Watching that, and they were like, there's a lot of different kind of weed smokers. And I remember, like, all of a sudden, he lights a, a joint, and Snoop Dogg shows up. And he's like, oh, they called him, like, the creeper, the guy that's always around and can smell it when you light it. Uh, the other kind is, like, uh, the guy that just likes to sit around and tell stories. And they they cut to Willie Nelson smoking a joint with him. And he's just going <laughs> off and telling a story and talking and talking and talking and talking. I think I got the uh, the beat right for that uh, for that movie. But, yeah, it was a funny movie, man. That was a good one. Yeah, that was, yeah, that's another movie where it shows you all the different types of stoners. Like the the father and son getting high in different rooms and they they like never talk to each other. <laughs> they're they're both smoking weed. <laughs> was that that was probably Dave Chappelle's first movie? Um No, Jim, Dave Dave's first movie was uh Men in Tights. No, really? I think wasn't he in Con Air too? <laughs> I think he was with Nicolas Cage. Oh that I don't know. I'm gonna have to look that one up after. Eh, leave comments. Tell me I'm an idiot. I don't care about. <laughs> but yeah, so it was it was Dave Chappelle. It was Goat Boy, Jim Brewer. <laughs> Guy's funny. And then there was a third guy. I don't remember him. I'm not even sure he made movies after that. He just sort of vanished. But yeah, the three of them, <laughs> the jokes were amazing in that movie. It was a very well done movie. Yeah, for my little uh, '90s brain. So 
I think it came out in the 90s. When did it come out? Had to be late 90s. 99. I'm going to say 98, 99, because I, I think I might have just graduated high school. Right. And that took you eight years, nine years? <laughs> 1998 American Stoner comedy film. Look well at that, done. Bill. Pretty good, huh? Well done. A budget of $8 million. Gotta think that made its money back. That movie's popular. Hell yeah, man. All right, give me some off of your list. I have a few. I have like one or two more. Well, I know there's there's one here that you definitely have on your list. All the Jay and Silent Bob stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin Smith. And it's funny, Kevin Smith didn't start smoking weed until after he made Clerks. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I mean, the, the uh, silent, but Jay is hysterical. Jay, when when that movie, it, uh, which one was it? It was the one, it wasn't Strikes Back. It was, which one was it? Maybe it was Strikes Back. He's like, fuck, fuck, motherfuck, motherfuck, Deutsch, Deutsch, Deutsch. Motherfuck, 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 noich, noich, noich. One, two. One, two, three, four, noise, 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 smoking weed, smoking weed, doing coke, drinking beers, drinking beers, 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 rolling fatties, smoking blunts, who smokes the blunts, who smoke the blunts, rolling blunts and smoking That's the damn thing I used to have in my head. Uh, 15 bucks, little man, little put, man, that, put shit that shit in, in my hand. That <laughs> old weed rap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those were good movies, man. What was the new one that just came out? I watched it. I remember it didn't have the same sort of feel as the others. It didn't work the same way. Yeah, it's it's the exact same movie, just done over again. (laughs) Reboot. James Bond reboot. reboot. (laughs) That's pretty funny. Yeah, those are good. Those are good. Um, I have on here something called Evil Bong. (laughs) Have you seen Evil Bong movies? Dude, I tried to get through Evil Bong. Oh, it's they're rough. Good. No, they're good. They're it's a good rough. It, yeah, they are terribly done. And Tommy Chong is in some of them. Oh, and he's just laughing the whole time through because he's he, like, you can tell he's just like, this is stupid, and he's having so much fun. Come on, he's just laughing to himself. You can see, you can tell, you can tell he's just having fun. Nothing about that movie makes sense. That's why I tried to watch it because Tommy was in it, and I think before our interview, I. I even got the uh, what is it? Full Empire Productions, right? There's full moon. A, huh? Full Moon, I think. Full Moon. Full Moon, yeah. Full Moon yeah. Productions, and yeah, I actually, uh, I actually, they have a subscription service. It's like five dollars a month. You can get all of their movies, and I, <laughs> I got that for one month. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe they got to rethink their their go to market strategy. <laughs> man they're gonna get cancellations faster than uh, uh hbo max that's <laughs> fucked up that's funny man yeah i saw a whole bunch of them and they, they all kind of mesh together like the actors change throughout and like and then all of a sudden it's like after part six you know whatever they're up to it's it's evil bong versus like ginger dread man or ginger dead man like you start going into some of the other full mood characters and i don't know if they have an evil bong versus puppet master but it's probably something they got yeah i can only take so many of them but <laughs> for for a dopey pot movie pretty funny movie <laughs> terrible <laughs> <laughs> we love the stupid stuff i love when we go that movie sucks but it's like we we don't re- we're never clear like good sucks or bad sucks because in our world there's another division in most people they don't have that division 
I know so many of the movies that I tell you to watch are so bad too, and I love them so yeah. much. Yeah, it's it's part of the fun of it. It really is. It's like you can watch these studios put together. I just saw that new Spider-Man movie, just superb. Like it's like wow. Sure, plot holes all over, but the fact that they put together this monstrosity and it works for the most part, incredible. You know, I love that as much as I love knowing that like five people went out and made a movie. And it's just, it's still fascinating to me on, on, on any front. Yeah. I've heard really good things about that Spider-Man movie, but uh, unfortunately I've never seen any Spider-Man movies and I (laughs) am going to stick to that. You know, when they were in the, 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 the office drawing up this thing, they're like, listen, everybody's going to love this movie, but you know, there's going to be that one guy who's not going to get any of this. You're the guy. I've, I've seen one clip from Spider-Man two. And it's 30 seconds long because Joey Diaz is in the movie, and I watched that clip. <laughs> well, you'll be happy to know he's also in the uh, the new one. You're a liar. He, he replays the same role. Yeah. You're a liar. <laughs> he gets killed in Spider-Man 2. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even know he was in it, to be honest with you. <laughs> That's probably before he was a podcaster, I would guess, since that movie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, Bill. So uh, wrapping up, we're getting close to the end here. Uh, another one of my favorites. This is a really good series. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Uh, Weeds. Have you ever seen this? I've heard of it. No. And and I guess I should have assumed it was about weed, but believe it or not, I didn't. So it's a weed. Yeah. It's a weed show. Yeah. Really good show. Uh, it's about uh, a mom, like suburban mom in California, L.A., just selling weed to her neighborhood and her friends. And then it it. It does get a little crazy towards the end of the series, you know, as far as like they're bringing women across the, you know, Mexican border in a tunnel and shit. Like it gets a little out. <laughs> it gets a little crazy, but it's it's still a very good series. Was that out about the same time as Breaking Bad? I no, nah, it was out before Breaking Bad. Okay. Yeah, Genji, what's her name? Genji Cohen. Who? She made it. She she's made a lot of uh, different series. Her name is I, I believe Genji Cohan. Uh, I don't know her or him. Yeah, or they. But yeah, I mean, my my thought was that they'd be inspired by a um, you know, by Breaking Bad because Breaking Bad just kept getting worse and worse and worse. So little suburban mom and things just start you know the drama starts piling on. All right. Yeah, I believe actually Breaking Bad might have gotten their idea from. Weeds. Weeds, yeah, yeah. And Kevin Nealon's in that, who I think is funny. He's great, man. He's yeah. great in it. He's one of her customers. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah, he's one of her customers, and he's also her accountant. And who's she? I'm blanking on her name. She's Mary really- Louise Parker. Yeah, yeah. I like her and stuff too. Uh, yeah. yeah, I never checked that one out. Yeah, check yeah. it out, man. It's very good. Yeah, I'm gonna put it on the list of shit I'll never get to. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> that list is as long as sand is, you know, scroll. Like, there's just so much stuff. Do you uh, do you have any more on your list? That was really it for me. Like I said, it was not much of a uh, a, a uh, an interest of mine. But kind of going through this, I realized shit. Some of the best comedies that I can think of are weed movies. So how about that? Yeah. Look what we've learned. Look what we've how, how, I got. I got two more I can mention that are favorites of mine. How about Caddyshack? Sure. Weed and Caddyshack, Chevy Chase and the the Caddy, Bill Murray. 
Wait, it was Chevy Chase and Bill Murray smoking weed together. Yep. Okay, I don't remember. What was the scene? He was uh, playing at night, Chevy Chase, and he hits the ball into Bill Murray's shack. Yep, yep. Okay. And he has like a giant joint rolled, and it's uh, some (laughs) Kentucky bluegrass. Kentucky bluegrass. Grew on my own. Grew on myself. (laughs) That's a good impression. You do good. That's right. I did forget that. Gunga Gunga. Nin, Remember nin, that nin, part? Nin, That's nin, not nin, that nin, scene, but I only know that. Nin, 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 nin. <laughs> yes, Caddyshack, and then another one of my favorites is a uh, newer movie from the two thousands. How about Pineapple? Pineapple Express. Pineapple Express. How did I forget that? Yeah, man, I liked that one a lot when that came out. That's right. That's right. Great movie. So we got to think about everything Seth Rogen. I haven't thought about because. Right, he but he, he snuck weed into a lot of his flicks. Yeah, yeah, but uh, Pineapple Express was one of my one of one of the best uh, weed movies I think there is out there. Yeah, I gotta watch that again. I remember really liking that. It once again gets a little out. I mean, it gets fucking crazy towards the end. There's like you know explosions and they're you know fighting and gunfights and all that shit. Yeah, that's right. It's not it's a, still a great movie, though. Right, right, great right. stoner movie. It, it, it's an action movie. It's like a stoner action movie. Yeah. It's about as action-packed as a stoner movie could possibly get. <laughs> There's no giant aliens taking over the world. No, that's too big for a stoner movie. Yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, that, that basically wraps up all of my uh, favorite movies and marijuana and film and all that stuff. I'll even say I think we represented every single film ever made. I don't think we missed one. I don't think we missed one. Everybody, if we missed one, we'd love to hear your comments. So why don't we wrap up the show, Case? Why don't you do our plugs, and we'll call it an episode. Plugs, as Bill said in the beginning, smash that like button, ring the bell, uh, follow us over on Facebook at the group, Deluxe Edition. Uh well, actually, we changed the name over on Facebook, Bill. Maybe we should tell people that. We are Deluxe Edition, a classic pop culture podcast now oh, on Facebook. Join our yeah. group. We did that uh, for the we're SEO. On- we're trying to get ranked better in these goddamn podcast systems. Damn, these things are archaic. They they have no intelligence at all. Yeah, we're, all, we're everywhere that podcasts are found. Watch us on YouTube. If you're listening on Spotify, which is free, they now have a rating system. Give us a five-star rating on there. Uh, also, we're on the Den Network, the Deluxe Edition Network, the Den.show. And uh, the podcast of the month this, this month, Bill, is Horsing Around. Joel, Joel, the hair surgeon, and all the fillers over at uh, Red Horse Hair Salon. They do a podcast called Horsing Around. It's really great. They do uh, conspiracies. I know you're not into conspiracies stuff, Bill, but I am. And uh, it's a really fun show. And, uh, yeah, check those guys out and all everyone else over at the Den Dot Show. Yeah, right on. And, and those guys are funny. Like, they're, they're the backstory on them. I don't know. Do they tell this? But they're local barbers in the area. And I used to go get my haircut. You get your haircut there. There's, you know, we all know Joel and I got to know everybody else. And you sit there and you get your haircut and you're, you're basically in the middle of a podcast. Like they yeah. are the funniest people. And they just, they, and they all work so closely together and know each other so well, but they all still seem to surprise each other with new shit. 
So somebody got the idea. Maybe it was you. Hey, you guys ought to do a podcast. And it's good. Yeah, it wasn't my idea. They had the idea on their own. But uh, yeah, definitely check it out. Check everyone else out over on the den.show. And we are at deluxeedition.show and uh, everywhere else that you can find podcasts. Oh, also, I know it's in there, but by our uh, sponsor, Bear Claw Kitchen. I have the uh, gimmick here. Bear Claw, really good uh, granola. They're coming out with some new stuff this year, too, so check it out. We do, for the people watching YouTube, or the, the podcast version of the show, we can put in those little dynamic ads. And right now we have a Bear Claw ad that I don't know where you got this ad done, but that guy who does the uh, the the ad, and if you're listening to this later, we've switched uh, – you know, affiliates, you may never hear this, but he's like, hey, everybody, come check out Deluxe Edition and, and buy some bear claw. Like, he's the greatest voice I've ever heard. And then I started listening to it. and I was like, this guy's so good. I think I have heard him. In fact, I think he's the only guy that does commercials. Like, he's the commercial guy. His voice is perfect. Yeah, I actually got the commercial guy. Yeah, he's, he does them all. Yeah. There used yeah, to be another yeah, guy. Man. The other guy used to go, in a world. <laughs> yeah. You know what you guys are talking about? It'll work. Was that you? <laughs> yeah. Couldn't tell. It was me. That's how he made my money. <laughs> In a world where babies can kill their parents with just a stare. Like whoever that that guy had a great voice too. The action guy. Hell yeah, man. Well, now we got this guy. The the podcast ad guy. Alright, Bill. That'll uh that'll wrap us up for the week. So uh thanks everyone for listening. Appreciate it. Tell your friends. Smoke them if you got them. <laughs>